0: For listening to Adopted Believers. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson, and today in our study of 1 Peter 4 19, we're going to be looking at suffering. So today's readings are coming from the NIV, and I encourage you to follow along as we study. The passage reads, So then those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful Creator and continue to do good. So before I dive in, I do this was this episode is recorded the in two days after Black Friday, and I really, I just want to share with you. So we last time we did, I believe it was last time. I kind of lose track. <laughs> last time I think we recorded an episode on you know why, why I don't like why spending of your money. Um, and oh, it was like not feeding your lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and that's how it related. There you go. See, I remember, I remember this stuff, man. Y'all need to take notes. But we did it on the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life, and how one of the ways that we can fight that, especially in a consumeristic society, is just by, you know, not looking at commercials and stuff and surfing the web for things we don't own. And so it was Black Friday and I had set myself a budget. Okay, I had done some work for someone and I was getting a set amount of money. And so I had that as my budget. And I was able to go Black Friday shopping and get, like, you know the thrill of buying something? I was able to get that, but without the pain of losing money. Because I was like, this money, granted, this was a side job. So, like, it, it didn't go into my bank account and then come back out. You know, like, if it were just my normal paycheck, it might feel a little bit worse. But, like, it was a side job, extra job, extra money that I was able to just, you know put in giving to other people. It was literally like the giving part without the losing of money part. It was just, it was a great feeling. I went, I got an expensive gift for someone and they swiped my credit card and I didn't even feel bad about it. Like I'm a cheap person, but like, I was like, you know what? I budgeted for this. This is not hurting me. And oh my goodness, it felt so good. So next time, next Christmas, budget your money and then just feel the joy of like, you know what? I'm not losing anything. I already set this aside. Oh, it feels so good. But anyways, as as much as you needed to know that, you know, this is this is part time the Dave Ramsey show, part time the Jesus show. No, I'm kidding. But but looking at first Peter four nineteen, really I say that just you know, it's applying the last episode. So don't say, you know, Daniel never does practical stuff. I just showed you you can apply it. So, you know, don't don't tell me. Don't tell me it's not practical. But 1 Peter 4:19. So, we're seeing here I got three things. Trust God, keep on rocking, and pray. So, first trusting God. This the whole book of 1 Peter really or well, the first uh, the letter of 1 Peter is written to people who are suffering. It is written to a suffering people. Like if you don't even have to look at the introduction. It's just throughout the book. It's uses language of suffering, endure trials. You know, first Peter 1:1 1, 1, to God's elect exiles scattered throughout the provinces, and then list a few. We see that, you know, they are not they are not living the American dream, but they are still joyful. First, or Peter is writing this letter to them to give them endurance and to give them encouragement, perseverance, as they live in a world that is against them, especially in First Peter 4, 12 through 19, we're seeing suffering, especially on the basis of Christianity. And it's not just this, you know, this passages not only apply to that, but it is a really good reminder, especially for us in a society that is increasingly hostile towards Christianity. We can cling to this knowing that we are not the first ones to go through this. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to humanity. We are not the first ones to face opposition for our faith. And Praise God. God has planned for this. He has given us his word. He has written specifically about suffering as a Christian. So we're seeing here those who suffer according to God's will. Really what this is, is is this is ruling out sin. You know, if you, you know, if you do something stupid and you face the consequences of that, do not be like, oh, I'm a martyr. You know, like, no, you're suffering because you were stupid. But this is... What this is referring to is really suffering that is not on our end, you know, like cancer or, you know, being fired from your job because you're a Christian or, you know, as if you are doing the right thing and still suffering, this is for you. And that happens all the time in life. You will do the right thing you will do. You will be according to God's will. And you'll still suffer a lot of times because you do God's will. So God wants us to know here that like his plan and following his will is not always a path of peaches and roses. It is not always, you know, just pain free life. You know, now it's that's not to say that it's like a miserable existence. It's made joyful because there's pain. But we're seeing here that there is suffering when we do God's will. I mean, Jesus is talking about it all the time. He's like, if they hated me, yeah, they're going to hate you. They're going to kill you. Because he's like, I mean, think about it. If Jesus was perfect and healed people, and like, I mean, we have philanthropy today, Jesus was the most philanthropy minded person of all time. I mean, he just walked around and healed people. But people, the Jews killed him. And if they killed Jesus, they ain't go like you either. So, when we face this suffering, we have to first trust God. It says, commit themselves to their faithful creator. And notice what it uses for God, faithful creator. Names of God in the Bible are very important. You know, for us, I'm just Daniel. You know, when people refer to me, occasionally, one of my teachers refers to me as Mr. Nelson. But other than that, I'm just Daniel. So. But with God, I mean, you got Yahweh, you've got Faithful Creator, you've got Lord of Hosts. I almost, like, I combined, combined armies and hosts. It didn't end up well. Lord of Hosts, you have all these names for God. And here we see Faithful Creator. It really points us back to the fact that God designed us. Nothing is taking Him by surprise. And, like, a good illustration for us would just be almost like, you know, a video game designer, where, like, especially, like, things where you don't know what's going to happen next, the person who designed the game knows they made it. Nothing is going to take them by surprise. You know, jump scares that may scare you, the game designer is just like, ha ha got you. Or, you know, they see it coming. When the scare comes, they're just like, oh, I plan that. You know, and now... That's not to say that God is like designing these sufferings and you're also like ha ha got you you know <laughs> so that's where this analogy kind of falls apart but God knows exactly what's going to happen to you nothing is taken takes him by surprise he planned it and in, unlike you know this video game designer who's like got him you know God is using the suffering to grow you Romans 8 God works out all things for the good of those who love Him. He is using this suffering. the Especially the New Testament where there's persecution of Christians. There's so much language on the persecution of Christians and how God is using that. Trust God. Trust that He's using this, what seems to you, senseless suffering to grow you and to Get himself glory and to grow you, because realize that God's glory and your good are inextricably linked, because God is glorified by making you look more like Christ. You know, we often talk about how you know God is working for your good and His glory, as if they're like two separate things. Like that's they go together. The better you are, the better God looks like. And now, don't get me wrong, you know. God is not, like, out to prove something by making you look like Christ. You know, that's not like, he's not like, oh, I need you to look good or else I look bad. You know, God is, God does not need the approval of people, okay? He made them. But the more that you look, the reason God is making you look like Christ is to bring himself honor, okay? So just know that your good and his glory are inextricably linked. And that's great news for our suffering. And our second point today is we just keep on rocking. You know, if you are doing God's will, if you are obeying, your heart is in the right place. You've entrusted yourself to your faithful creator. Keep on rocking. Continue to do good is what Peter says. Continue. Don't be like, you know, living in doubt. And, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm suffering. That must mean I'm doing something wrong. No, he's like, keep on rocking. Continue to do good. If you are doing what God has told you, that's such a great place to be in because you can endure confusing seasons. You know, there are times in my life where I do the right thing and bad things happen anyways. And, you know, I'm just like, well, I'm doing my job. I'm, I'm not promised that everything you know, everyone's going to like me. I'm not promised that there's going to be zero pushback, but I am promised good things from God. God's working all things for my good. I have that. I'll be fine. And finally, the last one is just pray. I'm going to scoot up a little bit to First Peter 4, 7, where it says, The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind. Why? So that you may pray. I love just, you know, it's so easy to kind of lose sight of the importance of prayer, you know, because it's just kind of we're blinded by pride. We think that our time is better spent, you know, growing ourselves or doing nice things for people. But we fail to realize that, like, when we're praying, we're talking to God, who is way more effective at getting things done than we are. Like, it, instead of prayer being, like, this downtime Prayer is one of our most productive times because someone far more able to do things than us, God, is working. We're asking Him to do these things. Like, that's not to say that we should be praying 24-7 and literally never talking to anyone, but you got to realize that, like, prayer is giving your things to God. God is going to get a lot more done than you will. I promise you that. He gets a lot more done than I do. So... As we suffer, especially suffer according to God's will, commit yourself to God, okay? He's working this out for your good, even especially when you can't see it. And continue to do good. Keep on rocking, and then pray. Be like David in the Psalms. Pour your heart out to God. He wants to hear you, and ask him for strength and deliverance and patience. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. If you haven't already, I'd encourage you to go to our website, adoptedbelievers.com, where you can find articles, podcasts about us, and lots of other cool stuff. You can find us on our Facebook page, and you can also tell your friends about us. It's very helpful for us. But without further ado, I'll see y'all next time.